Hey everybody, this is Curtis from the podcast letting you know that we're sponsored by Twitch. Twitch is a community where people can watch a cat play a piano or you can watch somebody play a video game. That's a regular thing too. There's a lot of amazing content on Twitch and you can find content creators that fit what you like to watch. And if you don't quite find what you're looking for, start streaming it yourself. We hope that you're going to love the world of Twitch because it's such an inviting world with tons to offer and there's really no limit to what the imagination brings. Check out Twitch today. Welcome back to the Three Angry Gamers Podcast, and boy, oh boy, are we going to be angry today, because there's a lot of fucking glitchy-ass games out there, games be breaking, games be furiating, that's yeah, always a good time. They do be like that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, because, um, yeah, there's been a few games this week that have just been, like, so bug- buggy and glitchy that they're, like... They're, they're unplayable, so can't wait to talk about those. Um, but, uh, yeah, no Lucas this week. Just Dennis and Jamie. How are you two doing? Doing all good. right. Doing all right. Pretty good, yes. Cold. Cold, for sure, yeah. I yeah. can't imagine my place being this cold when I bought it, but it's, uh, it's, it's not great. We don't have central heating, so... Every new room I go into, it's freezing and I have to turn on the heat. Amazing. Yeah. I, I've, like, one of my rooms is just super cold. And I'm like, like, anytime I go in there, I'm like, it's super frigid. So I'm just avoiding that room. That room's just off limits because it's way too Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the cold room now. And you just let it be. <laughs> yeah. Put some, put some, uh, some food in there to keep it chilled. And good. I mean, it's an extra it's, fridge. It's great during the summer because it's like that's the room you want to be in. But during the winter, you're like, no, don't don't like it as much. <laughs> cool. Well, we'd be gaming. We'd be playing the video games. What's what's new in the video game world? Well, there's obviously a lot of free games that you can get through your various subscriptions. Um, or just, you know, in the case of Epic, it's just flat out fr- free. And, um, yeah. Uh, for PlayStation Plus, uh, you can get the Mass Effect Legendary Edition for free, uh, Biomutant, and Divine Knockout Founders Edition. So, I guess not a terrible month for PlayStation Plus. Hey, I'm pretty stoked about the Mass Effect, because I've been, like, waffling on buying that thing multiple times, and now I can play it on my PS5, and, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yep. And that's... That's like, oh my god, like I still have like 200 hours of gaming right there. Like, right? that's a right. lot. Oh, um, yeah. 
also secretly feel like they're also going to give it away on the Epic Game Store this month. Too. Yeah, I, which, I just, which would be nice. <laughs> I have a, a sneaking suspicion. I mean, get it for PlayStation 4 if you, or PlayStation 5 if you got PS Plus, but if you'd rather be playing on PC, I have a sneaking suspicion. This is just speculation on my part. that Because mm. Epic does those like 15 days of gaming yep. or whatever. Um, and like last oh, year, they gave yes. out the Tomb Raider trilogy. I have a feeling this year they might give out the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. So I, don't I think know. that's a good bet. That's a, I think that's a really good prediction, to be honest. Uh, it just feels like one of those games that they would give away. I feel like you guys have insider info and you're just pretending. No, no. No, no. I, no I just, this is okay. just <laughs> like, I just, yeah, I have a feeling. I have a hunch that if you haven't if you want rather play it on p on playstation or sorry uh pc that would be the way to go but i have it mm. on steam and i've been play i played it on my steam deck too and it was fun to play on my steam deck so i don't know maybe that's the way to go but either way playstation plus and then uh epic i forgot to write down what epic's given out for free but i want to say it was star wars squadrons Blech. yeah that that was the current one i yes. believe uh, what the fuck? What's the and next like weeks? the last like two weeks were pretty good, so they they were. Oh, nice. my bad. Star Wars Squadron was last week. Uh, this week it is Fort Triumph, which I don't know what the fuck that is. No, and RPG in a box, it's which I guess is an RPG creator. Life. Yeah. You can make huh. your own RPGs. There you go. Yeah, I can finally next make. Week, I could finally make a uh, RPG version of the TV sitcom Cheers. Finally. Nice. Nice. There's Norm. <laughs> Who wouldn't want that? <laughs> <laughs> Level up your bartending ability. Yeah. Uh, funny. <sighs> Ted Danson, level 99. There you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's got the Super Saiyan hair and everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I need that now. I need Super Saiyan Ted Danson to be a thing. Uh that image is fucking killing me. <laughs> and, oh, you know, God. I think he was like a sex addict in the show, so like you just have <laughs> sex addiction is like wrapped up to 11. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know anything about Fort Triumph. RPG in a box seems pretty self-explanatory. It's an RPG yeah. in a box. Hmm. Ooh, next week is Saints Row the 4th re-elected so those games are always stupid dumb fun i don't care what people say have fun with that um i'm looking for triumph and it looks kind of it, kind it of... looks like it's x is what they're saying and a turn-based strategy with uh, movement stuff i have not picked it up yet but i'm gonna pick it up now uh i don't really think i'm ever gonna play this not gonna lie but yeah i'm gonna pick it up <laughs> probably not yeah um, why is the fuck not yeah that's like usually the thing with the epic game store i'm like you know what i'm gonna grab it because who knows sometimes i go through my library and i'm like i didn't think i was gonna play this but i've changed my mind i'm going to um but yeah saints four saints row the fourth i think i think that one was held, held in high regard i want to say good yeah i think it was yeah that's good. the I, one where you're kind of like a superhero yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. matrix Plus superpowers, kind of, yeah. Matrix, too. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you got the superpowers in that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
And then I don't know anything about this other one they're giving away. The, um, what's it called? Wildcat Gun Machine. Uh, nope, never heard of it. The art style looks kind of interesting. Yeah, okay. It's like an oh, isometric, isometric. quarter view. Shmup kind of, yeah, shooting, wild. twin stick shooter kind of game. Says yeah, you're right, I like the art stuff. Yeah, it says Wildcat Gun Machine is a bullet hell dungeon crawler where you take on hordes of disgusting flesh beasts with a wide oh. variety of guns, giant mech robots, and cute kittens. Flesh beasts? That's yeah. what I needed. Uh, yeah. You. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, that's Good cool. old fashioned flesh beasts, yep. Um,. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm a little excited for Wildcat Gun Machine. Looks interesting enough, um, but more so for Saints Row the Fourth. I don't don't know if I ever played that one actually. I played Saints Row the Third. That one was like great. Yeah, that's the classic. Mm -hmm. The Fourth, I think, is good. I just don't think it's quite as good as the Third. I think it gets a little like too repetitive towards the end of it, kind mm. of thing. Yeah, um, but I still remember liking it. It was very much like that fuck was that superhero game uh fuck i can't even think of it now but it's got that like that hulk uh and uh the other one that i can't think of the name of kind of movement where you're running up buildings and punching the shit out of things and oh throwing cars Great. yeah well yep. unlike some other recently released superhero games for pc this might actually run well yep. <laughs> Uh, just throw it in the shade. <laughs> okay. Uh, I haven't checked Amazon Prime. I wonder what they're giving away for free these days. Probably something decent. They're usually pretty good. They're a little older. But... Yeah. Uh... They tend to give away stuff that, yeah, is a little older. Or they seem to have some kind of deal with EA where they always seem to be giving away something from EA for free. Did uh, they give away Mass Effect already? I feel like they did. I'm I think they did, I yeah. <laughs> also, another valid reason to believe it probably will get given away on the Epic Games Store. Right, right. Uh, okay. They're giving away Quake. Ooh, Quake. Yeah. yeah well, that's pretty good. Yeah. And then... Uh, Brothers. Brothers, yeah. A Tale of Two Sons. Finch, whatever the fuck that is. What the fuck is Spinch? <laughs> I don't know, but it looks disturbing. The running egg with little... I don't know. Small eggs. I do love the title for Brothers. Brothers, a tale of two sons. That is what brothers are. They're two sons. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Like, nice try game. Or nice, yeah. Like, I, don't, I see what you're doing. Um, yeah. With it is a good game, though. It's, it's fun. Uh, yeah. I think there was, like, it was, like, fake co-op in that game, if I recall. Like, you could do it with with another player, but I think you, you wrote yet again two people like one with each stick was the way it was something, uh, like, something that. like that yeah. yeah it was pretty cool i remember being good mm -hmm. all right well on to the news news um nintendo assures everybody that it will fix pokemon scarlet and violet's issues so that's hey good. that's good fix those issues so people can play your game that's that's always a good thing yeah, I mean, no, I, that's great, but, like, if that was so, like, why wouldn't they just push it if there was, there was like, a known issue? It feels like they should have just delayed it or something. Yeah. But maybe they were just like, fuck it, people are going to buy it. Uh, 100%. So who cares? Yeah. yeah. 
I think the game still sold well. So, yeah. like, I guess it, this is a little disturbing that it's like they could just point to the sales and be like, see, people didn't have issues. They still bought it. It's like, not quite. Yeah. Yeah. Pokemon definitely is one of those series where it feels like they could just be like, well, it's Pokemon, guys. Like, who's not going to get it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Because half the time, like, parents are going to buy it for their kids or whatever, or grown as adults like me buy it for themselves. And, uh, you know, that's only when you start to find out there's issues. So. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but, yeah. Well, at least a fix is coming. I mean,. I have a feeling a lot of companies are going to be telling people we're going to fix our game eventually. There's yeah, broken just, games these days. Just the way things go now, it's like let's release a half-assed game for full price, and then uh, you know we'll just get it right in like three months. Yeah, a year. Mm-hmm. This years. is why I play games five years after they come out. Probably the right, probably the right call to be discounted just, and yeah, yeah. yeah and fully yeah. working. Here I am. <laughs> Lots of mod like options. A sucker. <laughs> yeah. Dennis knows what's up. Exactly. Um. Cool. Well, CG Project Red confirms that the Witcher remake will be open world. So. That's cool. exciting. Yeah. 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 It sounded like they've really pointed to it's not just going to be a, a a remaster with some nicer graphics. It's going to be like a rework of the whole game. Be mm. fantastic. Yeah. Because there's so much good in that game, but there's also so much janky shit. <laughs> well, I think the they combat. said, too, that, like, it was going to use the Witcher 4 engine, too, so... Oh, like, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, That's I mean, exciting. It's gonna look great, so... But, yeah, makes sense, because I think, like, with the, how the first Witcher game is, I think most people have kind of glossed over it, and there's some good story there, so, as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh... I definitely remember that game being pretty damn good, and then it got, I got to a point in it where I think I fucked myself over with saves or something, and I stopped playing. It was basically what happened. Uh, uh, I saved myself into a corner, and I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to have to not play this anymore. Well, maybe they'll fix that with this new one. So Yeah. Cool. Uh, right. Amnesia, the bunker announced, and promises to be a major change to the series. Yes. What does that mean? What does that it mean? mean? Did you not see the trailer? It means you have a gun now. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm into that. No more running away without any combat. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know much else, but I saw a gun. <laughs> All right. You're like, I guess Resident Evil's been doing it for ages. We might as well join in too. Right. Mm-hmm. So, well, that's exciting. Um. I, I'm not the biggest Amnesia player, but, I mean, hey, you got a gun. That's exciting. Um, oh, it says also, there's also something about it being open world, potentially. I don't know. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess which that's like a check mark most publishers like checking nowadays anyway. It's like, right. our game's open world. We fill it with nothing and expect you to go find things. <laughs> Cool. Well, graphically it looks good, so there's that at least. I'll have to watch that trailer. I I like that series. Uh, I've only really played the first one extensively, but the other ones I played a little bit, and they're all pretty good. Yeah. 
Uh, Halo Infinite's multiplayer creative director leaves 343 Industries as the game's future gets more uncertain. So, Yikes. Halo That's Infinite really dropped the ball, both at launch and after launch as well. Like, there was the planned co-op mode that got dropped, and then there was a yeah. bunch of other yeah. stuff, and it just... It really did not leave a good impression on gamers, I think, by and large. So, yeah. And so. I don't even think it's that the game is bad. It's just that they're not communicating and executing the way that would make sense, right? Like, like delays, things getting pushed off and, and cut. I guess it's free, so, like, I guess you can't complain too much about paying for... Uh, the game itself, but the if you're if you're investing in like the actual like passes for the seasons, that's you don't want to hear that 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 uh, this can stop getting supported. Yeah, mm. well, I think too. Like, I would have been fine if they just did like a regular pay sixty dollars or whatever, and you get Halo single player and multiplayer. I I think the three free to play model was I don't know I don't want to say half ass, but it's like. Like, I'd rather a quality multiplayer than uh, a free one that's just not great. Like Yeah, it, it feels like for sure they were just like, you know what, let's do games as a service, and then we'll just make all this money off of these fucking overpriced season mm-hmm. passes that we're going to make uh, very difficult to earn all the uh, the stuff in there at first. Yeah. I don't know if they fixed that since then. They probably have a little bit. but mm-hmm. Okay, well, I got sent a video by a friend who plays... The multiplayer like pretty consistently he's been a halo fan forever and he's mm-hmm. you know really into the pro scene and all that stuff so he sent me a video that was really surprising because it looked like you know that in titanfall 2 when you could switch between like two time zones or two realities they they somehow added that into like halo multiplayer i don't know if what? it was like yeah like in multiplayer so players have like this dial thing like that they can, you know, click. It looked like the, you know, your character is holding it on in his left hand, but they're switching between, you know, like two realities in the same map, sort of. And the map layout is even a little different from what I can tell, but definitely visually it's different. And then so you can like shoot some enemies in one reality, and then you switch, and then you got like visuals on other enemies. And I'm, I'm guessing wild. everybody in this map can do it. But yeah, like it looks insanely cool, mm-hmm. and I've been uh, yeah. I'm not sure if it's like, I don't know. Is Forge mode out? Is it a Forge mode thing, or is it just like a built-in map, a new feature that they added? I don't know. I'm going to check it out. That's yeah, definitely look it up. It looks uh, awesome. Program though, but like that, that they pull it off. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks real cool. Yeah, nice. Uh, okay. Well, speaking of games as a service, Marvel Avengers lead designer <laughs> removed a spokesperson after offensive tweets surface. Oh, thanks. Okay. Yeah. It was in like recent tweets, though, right? It was like shit from like a couple years ago, and they were like, oh, fuck. Like, someone oh, found my nice. old racist comments kind of thing. Like, <laughs> I think it was like uh, the comments went on from like 2010 to 2017. So, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh, I see. That's that's maybe not too just, old, I guess. I was gonna say I'm like maybe it's just because I'm older, but like 2017 doesn't seem like that long ago. I don't know. It's yeah, not, it's the five years. It's that long. Yeah, that <laughs> seems alright. 
I, we, were, we were a little more appropriate back then, you know. We were a little more politically correct, so you know, I like 2008. Sure, I might give you a little bit of a pass, but 2010 to 2017, we were we were all getting a little better at that point. So, mm-hmm. yeah, unfortunately, uh, yeah, this is definitely uh, something that uh, I, I I don't think Marvel's Avengers really wanted or needed. Uh, yeah, probably not. Like, this is literally on the heels of them announcing that Winter Soldier was joining the game, and then this right. happened, they were like, they're probably like, fuck. Like, <sighs> the thing that's funny about that was like, Winter Soldier got announced, I'm like, oh shit, I forgot that game existed, uh, and then, yeah, then this happened, so. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's like, sorry, guess we're already ready to forget about the, the Winter Soldier. I was gonna play, and then I'm like, I don't know. Do I want to install that game again? Probably not. So. Okay. Well, uh, Bethesda is working on another mobile game because they worked on that uh, mobile uh-huh. uh, Blades Fallout yeah, Shelter. I was gonna oh, say, yeah. yeah, Fallout Shelter. Yeah. Um. So, but of course, everyone's like, what could it be? Honestly, it could be a bunch of different things, to be honest, but uh, Well, there's the Elder Scrolls and there's the Fallout Shelter, so I guess it's not either of those franchises, probably. But maybe. Maybe it's like a Doom mobile game. I'd, I'd be down with that. Yeah, like... Doom. Um, like, a, yeah, like a mobile Doom game. I'd be down for that. I... Yeah. Like, there is also that Starfall game coming out mm-hmm. next year so oh. could tie into that maybe i don't know that would make sense yeah like i don't know maybe you can like control your ship or something I don't know. starfield uh, inventory manager <laughs> god don't give them ideas they might do that you uh, can manage your backpack <laughs> um i don't know do like uh, well, it, let's be honest. If they did make it, it would probably be like one of those really stupid. Like, it would just tie into like every other mobile game, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the dumbest I can think of, and I don't now that I say this, I kind of want it is like an Elder Scrolls CCG. <laughs> I would actually not be too upset about that. Not gonna lie, I would play that. Yeah. Um, or, you know what? Put one of the older Fallout games just on mobile. Just do that. Just, like, port Fallout 3. There you go. Mobile. Mm. I think most phones could probably run Fallout nowadays. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Cool. Well, we'll find out what it is, but I'm sure it's probably not going to be nearly as exciting as people are expecting, so. Uh, Sony dishing out the disses this week because they said Battlefield can't keep up with Call of Duty, which is honestly probably true. Um, yeah. 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 Just interesting to hear it come from a major company just like, yeah. It's just not quite as approachable um, to the to the average guy, gamer, I think. Probably what they're saying. Like, I don't think there's any reason why Battlefield can't be as good as Call of Duty. I just don't think it's got the player base up out there mm-hmm. yeah 
I think there's something to be said for, like, I don't, like, Call of Duty goes super crazy with, like, all of their, like, loadouts and whatever else. Like, I don't know. There was, like, that 1943 Battlefield game. Like, oh, yeah. it was just, like, a very simple, like, uh, very simple, like, Battlefield game. I'm trying to remember mm-hmm. if that was the one that I was playing. But... Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. nineteen forty-two or forty-three, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was like it was just like a really simple, like, just here you go. Everyone's pretty much on the same play- page. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it was nineteen forty-three because I don't think it was like the original one. I think this one was like, yeah, it came on an Xbox Live Arcade and PSN. Yeah, this this one did it. Like, I don't know. I think Battlefield would just be better to just be like, if you want to situate yourself against Call of Duty, just make it simple. Just be like, yeah, we're not going to have like 15 kill streaks and whatever dumb bullshit. Just like a $10 or $20 like Battlefield that comes out. It's got like three maps, whatever else. Just do that. I'd buy that. Hmm. Maybe I'm, I'm barking up the wrong tree, but maybe it's also because I just really like 1943. I see people are still playing it too, so I'm like, I don't know, maybe there's something. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Neat. Uh, Sonic Frontiers 2023 roadmap revealed, and it's gonna add new playable characters and story. So, whoopee! I still haven't played that game that much. Same. So. Same. I've not played it. Lucas seemed to like it. Uh... Yeah, and hated at the same time. I don't remember like he didn't. He was like, "This is great. It's also terrible." Uh, Sounds about right for him. Yeah, yeah. I think Sonic is like a love hate relationship for him. Like, yeah, he loves it, but also, you know, it's like an abusive relationship. He loves it, but then you know, he gets he gets abused by by Sonic Foundation. Right. So his exact thing was like, "It's the best 3D Sonic since uh, whatever." But then he was like, "It's also got some of the most frustrating things ever in it." So that was what he said last time. But I still right. want to check it out. I still want to check it out. Yeah. I think I'm waiting until, like, it goes on sale or something like that. Yeah. it. I think for, like, one of the Black Friday seals, it was, like, pretty cheap, but it wasn't, like, quite where I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and I think the characters, they kind of teased it was, like, Sonic, or not Sonic, obviously you can play Sonic already, but, like, Tails and knuckles and huh. some other person. So yeah, shadow. <laughs> oh man, guns. Yes, just shoot everything up. <laughs> yep. Uh, team murder simulator. Yeah. <laughs> team Ninja response to Dead or Alive and Ninja Gaiden reboot reports. So they <laughs> they they posted like some image on a slideshow of like and being like. Oh, yeah, these are some of our franchises that we're working on. And then, like, showed, like, a picture of Dead or Alive or a screenshot from Dead or Alive and a screenshot from Ninja Gaiden. And, of course, everyone was like, oh, my God, reboot. And then Team Ninja was pretty much like, yeah, maybe. So <laughs> they did not do anything to deny it, but we still yeah. don't have a full confirmation yet. But... I, I love that. Yeah, maybe we will. Yeah. How much do you want it? <laughs> I would love a new Ninja Gaiden, especially like in the world now we live in with like Elden Ring and other stuff where it's like 
Yep. We we like our games hard. Um, yeah. No, I, I it's definitely... been a minute since they put one out. Like, the last one they put out was, what, Yaiba, I think? And it was, like, weird, not quite regular Ninja Gaiden. It was, like, some offshoot yeah. of it. And, like, there was Ninja uh, Gaiden 3, but, like, less said about that, the better, because it's not great. Yeah. yeah. Ninja Gaiden 2 is where it peaked, in my opinion. For sure. And that was, like, 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, that came out 2008. Yeah. Yep. That's been a hot minute. Yeah, the last one was Yaiba, the Ninja Gaiden and Z game. And then there was, of course, the Ninja Gaiden Master Collection, which came out last year, which I played through. I was like, yeah, that's fun. It was a good time. All right. Um, Dark Souls creator uh, Miyazaki still has no idea what made Elden Ring such a hit. I don't know if he's just being modest or if he's just literally he's, doesn't know why. He's works. like, I don't get it. I thought this game sucked dick. Uh, yeah, he must be just being <laughs> modest. Yeah, I, I kind of. Or maybe it. he's like trying not to, or he's give having trouble like pinpoint. Yeah, that was the other thing I think. He's trying not to give it away, but he was also maybe not. He's unsure of like what specific, pinpointing a specific thing that made it like really successful. Yeah, maybe that's what he's saying. I think it's got it for me personally. It was the openness of the game and the ability to just kind of attack it from like any like you didn't have to go through and do anything in pretty much any order. Like you could kind of just travel the world, explore, and like I think because you weren't stuck trying to do something in a pretty straightforward way. Like all the other Souls games are kind of open, but you still kind of got to go in an order to it. And this I didn't think had that yeah. issue at all. Um, I think like also too like these Dark Souls games, like, increasingly get more popular over time. Like, That's true. That's know, true. Like, when the Dark Souls 1 came out, people were like, what the fuck is this? Why am I getting killed all the time? This sucks. Right. And then, you know, Dark Souls 2, okay, people started to figure it out more. It's got a bit more of a following. Dark Souls 3, etc. Like, eventually, these games kind of, like, build an audience. And I think, like, it just got to the point where it was like, we've it's built an audience and then they had like stuff like the open world aspect to it and like people were like i think also too a big thing too is like there was a lot of like influencers and people who were like playing yes. the game being like this Definitely. game is good and like i think mm. it's just like it's been bubbling for a while and then yeah people were just like okay people are saying this game's good i've heard a lot of these dark soul games are fun to play i'm gonna just dive into this one finally and it's like yeah so Tons of people streaming it and sharing TikTok clips and all that shit. So, yeah, I'm not surprised yeah. that it got that big. Yeah. So, again, you know, not a bad thing either. Like, it, I'm glad yeah. it did well. Because uh, I eventually would like some DLC for that game. So. Yep. Yep. I think they said it's coming, right? Like, or maybe they didn't confirm this. I, mean, I but think it's, it's all, a but... rumor for now, but yeah. Yeah. Because there was, like, some game files that referenced locations yeah. and stuff that we haven't seen yet. Right. Yeah. Uh, Valve is going to be giving away almost 200 Steam decks at the at the Video Game Awards. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's Did crazy. I register? Absolutely, because I will take a. Second yes, deck. I'll take a second <laughs> one just to give it away. Just. Yep. To, I. Yeah. You know, it's great. Yeah. I can't believe they're doing it one per minute. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. a two oh, two plus God. hour show. Yeah. It's it's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, that's good for for people. You know? I mean, I'm like, all right, I have a Steam Deck, so I'm fine. But mm. good on people. That's a good promotion for them too, I guess, right? You know. People, yeah. People who maybe don't have a Steam Deck and want one, like, well, there you go. I'll do it. Although there will be some Steam Decks at the Video Game Awards, but there will not be a new Nether Realm game because they confirmed they're not showing anything at the Video Game Awards, which is very disappointing. Where's my third Injustice game? Let's go, boys. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm not too surprised Nether Realm's not showing much. They've been kind of quiet on a lot of different things, but they're working on something when, for sure. When did MK11 come out? It's like two years ago now, right? Like yeah. it's gotta be, and that's the last thing they did with some DLC coming out last year or two years. Or, and this I don't know. It's been a while. Oh, April 2019 is when MK11 came out, so it's like yeah, yeah, that's three, that's been almost time, four years dude. ago. Yeah. <laughs> And they say they're busy working on something, which I believe they are, but they're keeping it real yeah. close to the chest. I think, if I had to guess, like, whatever they announce next will probably just be, like, it's out this year. Like, announce it in May or June, and it's out in September, October, or something like that. Yeah. So. Is it Injustice 3? Probably. Because they seem to alternate between Injustice and Mortal Kombat, so... It's going to be something completely different. It's going to be like a, a new thing with nothing they've done before. That's my guess. What if it Probably was a Marvel be great. fighting game? Oh, that'd be funny. Like, yeah. yeah, fuck you, Warner Brothers, parent company. Uh, <laughs> I guess, yeah, that makes... Yeah. Um, yeah, the only thing they've really announced is a... I mean, Lord Marvel... of the Rings fighting game. That's what it is. <laughs> what the... Harry Potter. <laughs> With fatalities. Yeah. Oh my god, please. <laughs> um, they, uh, the only thing they've really announced for this year is, or for next year, sorry, is Mortal Kombat Onslaught, which is like a mobile game. Mobile, yeah. Yeah. And it's not even, I don't even know if it's a fighting game, because it seems more like a role-playing game, but... Yeah, I think, if I had to guess, it's going to be one of those, like, fucking uh, team battler RPG turn-based things. That's just my feeling. It's going to yeah. be something like that. And it'll be like, pay $20 to unlock Scorpion. Yeah. Oh, use all these shards to convert Scorpion to Super Scorpion. Then, uh... Where's it out already? Yeah. Seems like it might be released already. I thought... Oh my god. No one knew. <laughs> oh no, it, it's coming 2013. Uh, yeah, the art style on the webpage I'm looking at looks pretty, pretty shady, to be honest, so, I don't know. Set expectations accordingly. But, I think, I think we're probably gonna get Injustice 3. We haven't had an Injustice game in a while, and, like, man, those games were fun. The first game, yeah. Second game, even more so. So, let's get the third one going here. Yeah. Let's bring in all the obscure DC characters, too. Let me get some, some fucking booster gold. I want them to like bring back like the armor and all that stuff, like customize my my character so that my Superman is different than your Superman or whatever. Like I like that stuff. Yeah. I think it's kinda cool. It's like, oh, you know, on a base level everyone's got the same characters, but people can customize those characters and kind of do different like loadouts for them and stuff like that. Like I think that's kind of what makes games like that interesting. It's like, oh, you're going more for like defense or health or you're going for more damage per second or something like i don't know 
yeah. Stuff like that. I thought that whole system was awesome. I think the biggest complaint was that you could kind of pay to get that stuff, which was kind of shitty because then you could pay yeah. to pay to get loadouts that some people couldn't get yet. But yeah, but yeah the system was awesome. Mm-hmm. We'll see what they end up bringing to the table. Cool. Um. All right, that's up for news. Uh, let's get on to some reviews. Uh, I can start us off. I got a lot. Uh, Just Dance. Just Dance 2023. <laughs> Just Dance. Really? Yeah. I forget they keep making those games, to be honest. Like, they just crank them out every year. Honestly, break so in did the money. I. Uh, yep. Up until uh, somebody over at uh, Ubisoft was like, do you want to review code? And I was like, ah, why not? Um, don't know anything about Just Dance. Haven't played it in ages. I think I played like a long time ago. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, Just Dance twenty twenty three. This new one kind of follows the Rocksmith model of including a paid um, service that adds new songs to the game over time. So right. if you you know. It's sort of like, yeah, like a subscription model. I think, like, some models of the game even come with, like, a 13-month subscription built in to what you buy, uh, which mine did. That's great. There's a bunch of songs. It's fun. Um, I was having a great time, even though I did kind of feel a little bit at times like my... I was not really dancing too much. I was more just, like, moving limbs. Not quite dancing, but... um just <laughs> own on that one, I guess. But... um. Yeah, the the songs that they offer are great. They offer a lot of playlists too, and like the playlist that the what I liked about the playlist was that like they did some that were like oh here's like a workout playlist or here's like a '90s playlist. So there was different playlists that kind of had different kind of purposes. Like the workout one was like kind of fun because it's like oh you know snowing outside. I don't want to go outside get some exercise. So I'll just put on this workout playlist, dance to some songs, get some exercise that way. It's great. So. Um, yeah, I will, I guess I do kind of wonder how much of this game's enjoyment is locked behind the subscription service because there was a lot of songs that they were like, uh, like uh, the version that I got had the, uh, that subscription service, but I was thinking to myself, like if somebody didn't, like this would be a little limited. So I don't know, maybe, I don't know, like. If you're going to get this game and you're serious about playing Just Dance, just get that subscription service too because there was a lot of songs that you could tell. They were like, oh yeah, this is behind that subscription. So I think that would be like my only downside. And uh, it's one of those things where I just feel like it could be a case for some people that they pick up this game and they go, oh, the song selection's a little limited for this. Um, whereas, yeah, if you get the subscription, you get all the songs. And they they say they're going to add stuff over over time too, which... I, I don't have any reason to believe they wouldn't, but yeah. So uh, I'll give this, I don't know, like a solid 8 out of 10. It was fun. I had a good time. Nice. Yeah. Mm. I think it fills a nice little niche of like just like a game like that that's fun that you're just like pick up and play, basically. And, you know, it's something you can play with your, you know, significant other or family or whatever else. So there's that as well. Okay. Um, yeah, and then next up is Midnight Suns, uh, the new Marvel game from Firaxis. Um, yeah, so these are the, this is the 
these are the people behind like Civilization and XCOM and so very strategic kind of gameplay usually and Midnight Suns kind of follows that style so uh, yeah Midnight Suns kind of brings all these Marvel characters together and you use like cards to initiate uh, combat so it's not really like XCOM there is a little bit of XCOM DNA in there but like the cards and stuff are definitely very unique and like you can upgrade the cards outside of combat and kind of upgrade the abilities of your different characters. Um, I will say like the gameplay in combat is great. Um, it plays a little bit like XCOM, but like not really, there's enough different with it to make it feel unique enough. But what really dragged the game down for me was anytime there was not combat, it was boring and repetitive and dull. Um, there's points outside of combat where characters are just like, oh, can you fetch uh, 10 of these things? And, you know, some of the oh. dialogue was really clunky. Um, so I say that, like, probably a good 70% of this game is really interesting and fun. And then, like, the 30% that's, like, the stuff that's outside of combat is just boring and dull. Um, so I don't know. I think it will depend on how you know much you really enjoy that combat and all this other stuff i enjoyed it quite a bit so i don't know i'll give this i'll give it like a seven out of ten i you know i would caution that like yeah it's not all a consistently fun experience uh and there's a lot of points where i just wanted to like turn off the game and just be like nope um so yeah uh the Callisto protocol is also a new game that i picked up and uh i asked for a refund pretty much right away so not <laughs> to not play well i was probably around an hour in and like there was stuttering frame rate drops uh just it really performs poorly and even then like the moments where it was the game felt clunky uh it didn't feel that fun to play um there was definitely like i mean a, a game like this it makes sense that there's like an emphasis more on like melee combat over like guns just because ammo's limited and stuff but uh -huh. do that the melee combat needs to be fun and it's not like it felt clunky and it felt hard to like i don't know enjoy it's just like there was also some moments where like hit detection seemed off and i'm like this is a game where like obviously um you know, you want the game to feel fun to play, and it just didn't really feel fun to play, even outside of the very glaring performance issues. So yeah, I was like, Steam, give me my money back, and uh, I think they were they were pretty quick to give that refund. I think they know that people are having a lot of issues with this game. So I don't know if you really want to play it. I would say wait until it's on sale. But even then, like, I can't see this being a game that most people are going to enjoy that much. So. Did you get to the guns yet? Did you get to the guns in the game? Uh, I got to one, yeah. Okay. And like I said, yeah. the game was just like, it was unplayable. Like, I, I was That's just, a bummer. And I didn't know if it was going to get any better, and I didn't want to wait, so I just was like, I'm, I just was like, Steam, give me a refund. So. Mm -hmm. uh, wait for that Dead Space. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably the big takeaway. It's like, I'm just going to play Dead Space, because I know that's good. Uh, still playing Pokemon Violet, uh, I, despite some technical issues, it's still fun to play. And I would argue, compared to other games' technical issues, this is not so bad. I haven't had nearly the issues I've had with, like, Clifford Protocol 
in another game later on. So, mm. um, there's three like little submissions within the game. So there's like the regular Pokemon, uh, badge quest that you have to go and get all the badges. I've done that. There's one where you can uh, fight these Titan Pokemon, these like bigger, larger than life Pokemon that. When you defeat them, uh, they give your legendary Pokemon some abilities. Um, I've done those, and then there was also this one where you can go in and uh, eliminate this game's version of Team Rocket from their bases, and every time you do, you get like a TM and some other TMs to, to develop at your shop. So there's different like motivations for doing these. Um, I know I'm coming close to the end game on this game, so... Uh, I've been kind of just going around and just, like leveling up my Pokemon so they can get to the point where they can be strong enough for for the, the battle to come. So, but yeah, uh, fun game. Uh, I think despite the issues, I'm still enjoying it quite a bit. So, uh, I think I could, like I can't remember what I gave it last time, but I feel like it was like an eight or something. Anyways, that's where I'm at now. Like I'm around an eight. I don't think this is nearly the best okay. Pokemon game ever, but I I've been having way more fun with it than I was expecting to. So. Nice. Hmm. Uh, and then next up is Spider-Man Miles Morales, which is out on PC. And boy, oh boy, did they fudge this one up bad. Um, so, play the game. Uh, it's not a, re a relatively long game, so I managed to beat the main story and get some of the side missions done. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go beat this game, and then I'll go in and maybe like clean up some of the other stuff and get some of the side missions done. So the game tells you, okay, final mission, you're locked into this. You can't get out of it. I'm like, okay, not a problem. And so I go to beat the last boss of the game, which, uh, spoiler alert, is uh, a friend of yours who's turned bad. I won't say too much more, but yeah. Uh, and uh, I went to Venom Punch, the person in the face, which I'm like, <laughs> Because my Venom powers have been quite good, and I've been relying on them quite a bit to get me through some harder combat challenges, and the game crashed. So I booted it up. I didn't do any Venom stuff, and it didn't crash, and then there was like a second stage of the fight. I did a Venom Punch. It crashed. So I'm like, okay, I get it. I can't Venom Punch for some reason. For some reason, in this final fight, I've been using Venom abilities the whole game. It ran just fine, but this one, it gets to the final battle, and it won't let me beat this boss. So I, I go through and I'm not using any Venom abilities. It was tough. Like, to beat that boss without using any Venom abilities, it takes a lot. Um, but I did get to uh, beating the boss, and there's a cutscene that plays. And at the end of the cutscene, what do you have to do? You have to use a Venom ability to recharge, or not recharge, to like dismantle this generator or something, reactor. And, like, there's no way around it. You have to use your Venom ability. So what happens? You crash the game. So there's no way to beat this game. So I was Oof. like, oh. yeah, so. <laughs> so I'm stuck in this final boss, which I can't beat because the game crashes every single time I go to use that Venom ability to destroy the reactor. I did end up like Googling what the ending of the game is, like the ending cutscene, and I'm like, okay, mm. so I don't know. But it just kind of sucks that like, you know, I'm going to miss out on some achievements and stuff just because of the stupid ass glitch, so. That's a bummer. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Miles Morales. I would say six out of ten, just for that last little fuck up alone. Good game, but wow, like 
it sucks to be playing a game for that long and then finally just be like, oh, you can't actually beat this game. Like, you know, it's kind of, kind of just sucks, really. Yeah. Uh, I reinstalled Diablo 2 Resurrected just on a whim because I was like, oh, I haven't played Diablo 2 in a while. And I was kind of wanting to play a game with a necromancer for some weird reason, so I was like, let's go. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's still fun. Uh, I don't know. I think there's like now like seasons and stuff like that to it. I don't know. I'm not really that interested. I just like to play, play as like a necromancer, just have some fun. So, yeah. Uh, oh, I was gonna say Diablo two. I'm not playing that on mobile. Um. Okay. Uh, and I also was playing Dark Souls Remastered a little bit. Um, yeah, it's it's fine. It's not nearly as remastered as people would like like you to think. It yeah. runs a little bit better, but like it still looks like shit. I'm not gonna be. I'm not nice with this game. Like it still looks like garbage. I get it's an older game and all this, but like for a remaster, it looks pretty much. It doesn't look as improved as it could have been. So yeah, the lighting's the same. The textures are the same. I think maybe they're up res, but not much. Um, yeah, models are. Not I think great. it looks a little more clear. Like I will say that, but like. I don't know, the fact that it's more clear, if anything, highlights more of the graphical issues, more than uh -huh. fixes them, so, yeah. But the game I've been playing the most is Marvel Snap, and <laughs> fuck, that game is addictive. It really is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was like, uh, I'm not going to play it that much, I got Hearthstone and all this, and now I'm like, I'm actually divvying up my time pretty evenly between Harvel Hearthstone and Marvel Snap. Um, yeah, it's so much fun. And, like, I I made this deck. It's, like, a power cheat kind of deck. So, like, you get really high power levels really easily just by, like, getting some synergies with that stuff. It's insane. Like, I've been winning a ton of games with the deck that I have. So, um, yeah. And they also fixed the um, PC client for that. So, I was finally able to log in. So, I was playing on PC. And that was fun. So, yeah. I still, like, my issue was that was I couldn't log into my existing account, which was part of the reason. But also, too, like, they haven't really done much to fix the fact that it's basically the same aspect ratio as the phone screen. They just fill it in with, like, a random background. So it looks a little weird, but still, it's still Marvel Snap on PC, which for some people, myself included, it's kind of nice to just play those, play that game on a PC every so often, so. Can you share your progress on PC mobile or is it yes separate? well that's okay for some reason when i was trying to play it before it just started me a new account i'm like no i want to log into my existing one but now they've patched it so now when i when you install it it'll ask you to log in so you just log in with the same account you use on your mobile and yeah uh okay PC. yeah <laughs> i will say like playing on pc you do get a better look at like some of the cards so like some of the effects on the cards do pop out much better on pc than they do on mobile so i don't know there's i think a there is a bit of an advantage to playing on pc especially if you, you like like for instance i've got my hawkeye card like up to ultra i believe and like it looks really cool on mobile but it looks even better on pc like you really see the animated frames and all that stuff so fun times um and then uh hearthstone uh there was the pre-release weekend which honestly was a bit of a shit show um i think 
people were like making fun of Blizzard because every time uh, there's a new expansion out, uh, Blizzard and Hearthstone will basically let you open your packs the Friday before it comes out. So a lot of people like to do this so they can like theory craft and kind of come up with decks before the expansion's out. So when it does come out, you're ready to play with some decks. Um, and for some reason, like there there was an issue where you it wouldn't let you launch in and open your packs, but eventually they fixed it. And uh, mm. I don't know what was going on, but I was getting really good uh, cards from my deck or from my card packs. Um, like last expansion, I think I got something like two or three legendaries out of like my eighty five packs that I had. Um, this one I had I had the same number of packs eighty five, and I got seven legendaries. One of them was golden. One of them was this new signature card, which I'm not that hot on. Uh, they've kind of introduced, like, before there was golden, then they introduced the diamond, which was really cool, because the diamond one kind of popped out from the frame a little bit, uh, and it was animated, so it kind of made the card feel a little more lively. And now they've introduced these signature cards, which have this, like, really cool kind of black, matte black kind of border around it, but then... They don't do anything with the art. They have said that the art for these will be different than the art that you get in the regular card. So, like, a signature card will have different art than, like, the regular, even golden card. Um, but it's not animated, which kind of, to me, drags it down a little bit below what the diamond cards do. And also, too, like, they keep it black and white, so it kind of just seems a little dull to see in the art. Like, it doesn't really pop out like it would if it was color. So... That's also something that kind of sucks a little bit about it. It's like, I kind of think if these are supposed to be the best of the best cards that I can get in Hearthstone, even better than Diamond and even better than Gold, they're just lacking some of those basic things that those uh, those cards have to make them fun and exciting to collect. So, I don't know. I kind of hope they, they change the signature cards a little bit. I like that as a concept, and I think there's some cool stuff to be had in there, but I think they get, need to do a little bit better to like make them pop out a little more. So, um... But in terms of, like, the, the game itself, I'm mostly playing a Hero Power Mage deck right now, which kind of focuses on buffing up your Hero Power, and then eventually you play Frost Lich Jaina, uh, who, uh, if you kill a minion with her Hero Power, uh, she summons a 3-6 uh, Elemental, with, and all of her Elementals have Lifesteal. So it's really easy to just take out minions and then quickly you have a 3-6 on board with lifesteal. And as long as you're attacking either the minions or the hero with that elemental, your your basically survivability is guaranteed. I've been uh, finishing games with full health just because wow. like my elementals are just attacking and giving me back some some lifesteal and like I'm still doing damage so there's no way that they can kind of keep up whereas I'm staying at full health the entire game so I don't know. It's a pretty, it's a pretty good deck, uh, but I also know that like the Frost Lich Jaina card is back from the original Lich King expansion that came out like twenty seventeen or something like that. And I think they've right. said that they're only going to have that card available until the new expansion's out, which is next week. So, yeah, it's it's the end of days for my Frost Lich Jaina deck, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's still fun to play. Cool. Uh, that's it for what I've been playing. Um, uh, Jamie, what about you? What have you been playing? So, let's see. I've been playing some, uh, Modern Warfare 2 still. I am 
I am still cranking away on the multiplayer there. Uh, I played a little bit of the DMZ, which was fun. Um, basically, you drop into... I don't know if I talked about this. I don't think it was out yet. But you drop into um, a map that's, that's basically the Warzone map, and uh, you play against some enemy players that are player-controlled and a bunch of NPC players that are just positioned on the map. Um, and you drop in, you... You pick up a bunch of resources, and then you have to extract to take them out. Uh, if your team gets killed, you just don't get anything. And you lose everything that you had. So it's really important to be able to get in there, extract with all the stuff you have on, especially after you're getting upgrades like uh, you know three-plate armor vests and, and bigger backpacks and stuff like that. It's really disappointing when you, when you get murdered, lose all that shit, and have to go back and do it again. Uh, but it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, just I've been playing with like one other guy. I think the teams are normally like teams of three, uh, but you can just kind of play with like whoever. Um, if you want to just do a solo, you can. If you want to do multiple players, you can. Uh, but it's very much like uh, like like just player versus uh, environment, but a little bit of PvP as well. Like I've only run into like player characters like a handful of times. Okay. Uh, and it's not it's not like it's not like Warzone where there's like a shit ton of people on a map. It's it seems like there's a lot less. Um But it's cool, there's like a lot of little missions where you can like um you have to like get a Geiger counter and then find some nuclear material to extract, or you have to get um you know, a vehicle and drive it to a, a location to kind of um drop off uh some weapons and then get a bunch of money to extract that. Um but yeah, it's 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 cool. It's a good way to earn experience for uh, your weapons and stuff like that because you'll just constantly be picking up new stuff. Uh, the the other thing you do in there is is uh, attack stronghold. So you have to kill an enemy, find a key, and then you can go to a stronghold and uh, try to take it down by killing everyone there. Usually the enemies there are heavily armored, a little bit more powerful than the stuff you're going to randomly find at the other zones. Um, but it's good. It's it's, it's a fun little um, new mode, and I've been having a lot of fun with it. Uh, it's a nice change from playing some of the multiplayer, which has gotten to be unbearably shitty lately for me. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but like I've been getting gunned down with some shotgun builds and some uh, some bullshit that people are doing with rocket launchers lately. And I've kind of just been like, you know what? I think I'm done playing multiplayer till they fucking fix whatever the fuck's going on here, because. Mm. Uh, the javelin, I don't know what happened. It's just been shitting on me in multiplayer, and I'm just fucking losing my shit about it. <laughs> but yeah, I, mean, you know, I, I uninstalled the game after I hit Prestige. I was fucking like, rough. So, I'm glad I did. I was like, this. I'm not gonna lie, like the last like two weeks, I'm like, should I have kept it, the game installed? But now you're telling me this, I'm like, oh, I, was, I was probably right. Yeah, I think it. it's I think it's in like a weird state right now where they need to patch it and they just haven't done it yet uh, because there's clearly some broken shit going on in there. Uh, yeah, it's still fun. It's just I don't know. The last couple times I played, like I feel like people are getting me with some fucking whack cheap shit, and I'm getting it. Um, so I might be playing just DMZ for a bit until they fix it. Uh, but yeah, it's still fun, and I'm still gonna work on the season pass and try to get that finished off. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, Call of Duty's still good, but but maybe wait on the multiplayer if you've been playing it uh, to to not want to kill someone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I've also been playing more God of War Ragnarok. Um, I think I'm about 30-ish hours in now, and I'm probably about halfway through the story. 
And really, the only reason it's taken me this long to get through it is probably because I'm playing it on God of War, which is the hardest difficulty. And uh, there's just some fights that are just absolutely brutal at this difficulty because the biggest mechanic uh, that I don't know if it's in the lower difficulties or not is is when you start hitting an enemy and uh, they've taken some damage. After that, they often will do this thing where they start glowing and they'll level themselves up a level, which makes them more difficult. Uh, you can interrupt it, but if you do not, they will get like some health back and their, and their damage and will go up to the next level uh which makes some of those fights very hard um like right now i'm doing i don't know if you remember the rifts that they had in the last god of war where you go in and you fight kind of like a harder uh set of enemies uh i've been doing one of those for like literally 30 minutes now just trying to fight three fucking elves that just have this really obnoxious uh combo that they keep doing where i get hit with the darkness fucking see and then i'll get uh, nailed again when I'm blinded and it's really driving me insane. But it, mm. uh, if if I tone down the difficulty, I think I'd be having a little bit even easier time. I think this is just uh, frustration on my own. I've 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 put I've done this to myself. It's my own fault. <laughs> uh, the combat's still very tight, so like it it doesn't feel like it's being cheap. It just feels like I need to get better. It's, it's very much Dark Souls, uh, you know, the get good kind of thing. So. I'm still having a lot of fun with it, and the story is phenomenal. Um, like they've done some things in the story that I wasn't expecting, and just really enjoyed kind of where they've taken it and some of the characters they've explored that I wasn't I'd get a look at. Um, so it's it's kind of awesome, uh, and I'm definitely going to finish it up. It's just taking a lot longer than I thought it might. Um, yeah, God of War is still like mm. a ten out of ten for me. Fucking phenomenal. Nice. Like probably <laughs> going to be my game of the year. I gotta play uh, it. Yeah, it's so good, dude. Um, first one too. Yeah. So, so besides that, uh, I also picked up uh, Resident Evil Four uh, for the Quest Two, which is uh, it's a it's a remake of Resident Evil Four with pretty much same graphics from the older uh, version, uh, and then some VR controls, which feel pretty good. Um, they added some some ability to. Like, you have to load everything manually. So you pick stuff, pick up an ammo clip from your hip, pop, pop it in the bottom of the gun. You gotta, you gotta pull the chamber back to chamber the gun, and then you, and then you, uh, that's your whole reload sequence. So you gotta do that every time you run out of ammo. Uh, which, getting used to doing that when you're fighting a horde of, uh, angry, parasitic, uh, Spanish zombies is, uh, you know, it gets a little crazy. Uh, <laughs> But it's, it is pretty cool. Uh, I, I've only played it a little bit. I'm not super far into it. I spent a lot of time fucking around in the uh, shooting gallery uh, target practice mode, just kind of getting used to the guns because every gun has a different chamber animation. So, like, on the rifle, you have to, like, make sure that you're pulling back this pin on the top. On the, on the handgun, you're actually pulling back the, the top of the chamber. Um, so you just got to kind of get used to where those are on each gun. So that you don't uh, fuck, fuck yourself over in the middle of a fight looking around for, for what you're supposed to be doing to reload these guns. Um, and then, yeah, the, like, it's kind of neat. Like, if you want to shoot a rifle without, like, steadying it with your other hand, you totally can. But then you have to, like, re-look down the scope uh, by holding it up to your eye every time. <laughs> but if you hold it underneath, you can kind of just you know, uh, aim and shoot without having to reload uh, or re, 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 reposition the gun. 
it's, it's, it just feels really good. Like, for a game that I've played, like, a thousand times, like Resident Evil 4, where I'm very familiar with it, um, I really thought it, it added a different element to the game that I hadn't really felt since that Wii version that came out a, uh, a while ago, uh, where it kind of, you know, the motion controls really changed it up. Uh, I think this is another case where it's totally worth going back and playing uh, because it's, it adds so much unique gameplay to, to something that you're very But uh, I'll keep playing it. I don't want to give it a score yet just because I haven't really gotten super far into it, uh, and, it and it seems like you know, some of those boss fights might be kind of shitty in this mode. It already is kind of weird. Like When you're playing and you get some of the quick time events, it just feels kind of odd because the camera like pans out and shows leon in third person when it happens and you're like wait what uh oh weird so, yeah it's it's a little disorienting uh the the movement is also you can either do like first person shooter like just walking around which is is not 100 percent comfortable in vr uh for a lot of games in this game it's a little it feels a little weird uh but they also have the teleport you know where you can kind of just jump around uh so i have to try that too to see if if makes it feel a little better but i i have to like be in a very specific like frame of mind to play it with the first person first person shooter controls just because it, it gets me a little dizzy uh after a bit um but it still it still feels not terrible and and you can turn with like uh snap 45 degree angles or 90 degree angles i think is what it was uh to kind of turn so you don't actually have to like manually turn and get yourself all twisted up um, but yeah, it's it's good. I think I just need to spend a little bit more time with it before I give it a score. But I, so far, it's very promising, and I'm curious to see how they handle some of the later stuff in that game. Uh, and the and the aiming feels really good. Like it, you shoot someone in the knee uh, pretty easily now, and then kick them in the face, uh, which again takes you back into third person for a hot second. It feels kind of goofy, but uh, it's it's fun. Uh, yeah, the last thing that I've been playing is a game that. Uh, also played, but I'm playing it on the PS5, uh, and it's a little bit of a different experience, I think. So, Callisto Protocol. Um, haven't had the technical issues on the PS5, which has been good, because I, I, I saw the, 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 the talk about the PC version being fucked, uh, and I was like, very worried about it. Uh, but no, yeah. it's not the case on the PS5. The PS5 actually runs pretty well. So, there's a performance mode, so you can run it at 60 frames a second. Uh, for at the cost of a little bit of uh, graphical fidelity, and I definitely took right. that uh, because I didn't want to be running into any. Where'd you put all the dishes from the dishwasher into the sink? Yeah, <laughs> huh? It's it's just uh, it's a it's a uh, a good game though. I I think it's not as good as as the uh, as the um, the original Dead Space for me, but I think it's like mm -hmm. on par with. With maybe Dead Space Two, um, uh, it's 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 decent. Like the combat is like Kurt was saying, it's a little janky. Uh, so so basically, like you have to hold left or right when an enemy is attacking you when you're doing melee combat, and you will dodge out of the way. Um, if they want to attack you like with multiple attacks, you kind of got to alternate left and right. So like if they attack mm -hmm. you once, you dodge left. Attack you again, you dodge left and right. Um, and it it feels mostly okay. Uh, there's a little bit of a weird, like, sometimes it doesn't register that you're out of the way, and I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Definitely, it was holding the button. And and they tell you early on, like, you don't have to time it perfectly. You just have to be holding it in the direction uh, when the attack comes, and you'll dodge. 
there's also a block which I found utterly useless. Um, so if, if an enemy attacks you and they're not swiping at you, I think if you hold down, it's supposed to block it and to kind of push it off. And I think you'll take a little bit of damage, but you won't take as much as if you just got hit straight out. And, like, I've literally fucking used it, like, twice, I think. Like, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like it's the, uh, a way that you're supposed to be able to um, successfully and, and consistently uh, avoid damage. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 okay. The the only other issue I really have with the melee combat is that it I'm playing it on max security, which is the highest difficulty. Which I don't know why I keep doing this myself. Uh, I probably should stop uh, playing hardest. Uh, but but the the issue I'm having with the melee combat is the window for which you can hit an enemy after you've dodged seems fucking broken. So if you dodge, you would think that with a light attack. You'd be able to hit an enemy, no, no problem after that. Uh, but often, uh, the enemy will mysteriously hit you again uh, while you're mid-swing and interrupt you. Uh, which it would be fine if it was consistent, but it's not consistent. It's like sometimes, if you dodge, you don't do anything else. Like I've I've tested it. Like I'll dodge an enemy, they'll never swing. If I dodge an enemy and I try to attack, they'll swing mid-attack. And it's like, okay, but, like, this is fucking cheap and unfair. How am I supposed to predict whether or not they're going to do that? And there's no way to interrupt your attack. So, like, if, if it just happens, you're just like, well, I'm just going to eat fucking hit now. Mm-hmm. And it just feels like it's punishing you for, for no fucking reason. And it's a little shitty. Um, so it, I've had to, like, get over that and just assume, like, I'm just going to take some shitty deaths. Uh, which wouldn't be terrible, except for the checkpoint system in this game bit fucking aggressive uh and, and i shouldn't say aggressive i should say the checkpoint system in this game is sparse uh so like you there's often times where you'll die and you'll have to just run back for like i don't know like fucking 10 minutes to like get back what? to where you were yeah it's it's wow. rough dude it's rough uh and and that part of it has gotten me a little bit frustrated so uh i got to a point where i had to do this encounter and uh, I'd have to run back to where the encounter was, uh, fight you know, until I would struggle against one of the enemies, and then realize that when I died, I was all the way back, I don't know, about five to ten minutes before the last time I saved. Uh, the, there, isn't a manual, there is a manual save, but all it does is just take your items and your ammo and your health and save that, and then start you with the exact same fucking checkpoint. So if you, like, fuck up, you're in the middle of an encounter, save, um, and then load, you would start back up with, like, 50% health and none of the progress from, like, the, the five enemies you beat, you know, in the middle. So it's it's kind of shitty. Like, it, it's... I don't even know why it exists. Like, why do they have this option in the game? I'm guessing it's because they want you to be able to save progress for, like, collectibles or something. Uh, but it doesn't make any sense to me that it's even an option. If you're going to have automatic checkpoints and make them shitty and far apart... Uh, and not have any way to manually save, just fucking take out the manual save. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Um, that being said, I think the game is gorgeous. It looks phenomenal on the PS5. Like, the graphics are incredible. The lighting's incredible. The sound design is incredible. Um, I've, I've been playing through, and they're doing all sorts of creepy shit with the sounds and vents and all that stuff, so it's very much like Dead Space in that regard. Um, and the enemies are just gross to look at, and they do some horrible horrible fucking things to you when you die 
gouging your fucking eyes out like the Viper in Game of Thrones uh, and, and shit like that. It's just fucking gruesome. Um, so if you're a fan of the gory, gory nonsense, uh, this game is probably something you should check out. Uh, if you're not a fan of kind of janky melee combat, maybe maybe wait until they patch it. It feels like it needs some patches. Uh, the, mm-hmm. I think the, the pistol combat and the, the gun combat is okay. Um, you can kind of do like a melee combo and then it gives you a chance to shoot someone after you've hit them a couple times, which feels kind of good. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, it's, it's just the melee combat's just a little janky. Uh, there's also, there's also that kind of like, uh, uh, biotic kind of, uh, Mass Effect kind of combat thing where you can like pick someone up and throw it, pick things up and throw them. Uh, so there's some fun stuff to be done with, you know, picking up enemies and throwing them into, into fan blades and stuff like that. Uh, so there's some cool things you can do with that. Uh, although the the power that you get for that recharges very slowly, so you kind of constantly not being able to use it, which is kind of shit. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Like I'm I'm like three hours in now. I think I'm enjoying it enough where I'm going to keep playing it. I might knock the difficulty back down to medium so that I'm not like fucking dying as much. Uh, and I think for now I'm going to give it a seven and a half out of ten. Uh, it would definitely be a higher score if they can fix some of the the gameplay combat uh, nonsense. The story is pretty cool. Um, it's legitimately creepy, and uh, I think I think it deserves checking out. Maybe not on PC, uh, since it seems it's fucking broken on PC. I have a buddy that's playing it. And he's complained about some similar things that Kurt did. So it sounds like it's not like it's a pretty universal. Um, yeah, uh, Callisto Protocol definitely uh, not as good as Dead Space. Maybe Dead Space PC uh, players should wait for the Dead Space remake uh, and then play that first. And we'll keep an eye on it to see if they patch it and make it any better. But yeah, pretty good. Yeah. I think the problem with the game, unfortunately, is just like, I don't know, even like without all the, uh, the stuttering on PC, like I still feel like the game underneath is not that great. Yeah, I, I totally, like, can, can see that. Like, it's, like I said, it's got some jank. And I think if you can get past the jank, there's some good parts to enjoy there. But you gotta, like, you gotta want to get past the jank. But, too, I'm, like, yeah, I was, like, maybe an hour, maybe at the most two hours into the game. And I think, yeah, I read online it was, like, a ten-hour long game, so I don't know. Maybe it does open up a little bit. I heard there was stuff like, like, telekinesis and stuff like that. So Yeah, that's, that's, that's the 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 grip, I think, is what they call it. And, and you can, like I said, you can throw guys into fan blades, which is fun. Um, okay. That does yeah. sound like it would make things a lot better. But The one thing I was seeing in some reviews is that the opening third of the game is the best part, which leads me to believe it's going to get not as good, which is kind of concerning, because I feel like this, it, if it gets worse than this, maybe it's going to be a bad game. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Like it, Apparently, you go to some, some other areas that aren't metal creepy corridors which is i think the highlight of this game that it's dark metal gross uh so we'll see we'll see how it goes after a couple hours nice cool well glad i didn't buy day one then yeah i would have been playing on pc yeah it's it's it's, it's real rough on pc like uh, i'm just i don't know I'm surprised they even bothered putting it out, to be honest. Like, they should have delayed, delayed it, like, I don't know, like, 
three, four months and really just work on it. Mm. So. Okay. okay. Alright, uh, I guess it's my turn. I will be pretty quick. So, I finally finished the first DLC of Doom Eternal. Um, I love that the story is a continuation and it's not some separate little, you know, storyline. Um, I find, you know, the levels as usual, just like the main game, are really well designed. They added, I think, just enough new enemies and new mechanics. Um, because to me, like, you know, the being the Doom guy, dashing all over the place, killing shit, like, you know, your god feels fantastic. But I actually really enjoy some of the, like, platforming and, like, I guess they're puzzles. The puzzle-solving element in the environment a lot. And they'd added some more of that. So, yeah, a huge fan of this game still and definitely uh, still feel the same towards this ancient gods part one dlc so i'll be playing part two i mean just started it but um but yeah like they have i think one one boss fight in the first dlc and that's all at the end so i mean that is the one thing that i don't enjoy as much in doom eternal is the boss fights but you know it was fine it was still very enjoyable and it's just i would prefer going around being sworn by all the demons and slashing them left and right like that. So either way, you'll get both. Um, there's, of course, new challenges and things like that as well. There's those like Slayer Gates and things like that um, where they're optional content that just gets you into an arena and you, you know, destroy the hell out of these demons. And yeah, the new demons are kind of cool. They, uh, um, There's more like timing mechanics where you have to shoot them in a specific spot um like their head while they're charging up for a specific attack um and similar things for like some of the other um new demons i think there's maybe like two or three um and they're they're sort of variations on existing enemies but still yeah so if you're thinking if you like doom eternal and you're thinking about hey like should i get the two dlcs probably yeah i mean if you really enjoy the first game there's no reason you won't enjoy these and it's always fun trying you know the new content the new mechanics um i don't think we got any new weapon oh that's not true um it might be a part two thing i think it's a part two in part two you do get a new weapon so instead of the giant sword that you get at the end of the main game you have another melee weapon um, which is sort of a hammer that stuns and uh, makes the enemies drop a ton of ammo. So that sounds real fun. fun. Yeah, continues the carnage. It's super good. Um, yeah, still would recommend. I think it's still like a ten out of ten game for me. I, I like I I can't think of any way to really improve it. It's just fantastic. Plus, it just it runs like a dream too. Like. I got to give props to that, especially after talking about Callisto Protocol running like trash. But yeah, it's like the smoothest game. I don't know how they optimized it, but it runs so well. Um, okay, and then the following games I basically played all on the Steam Deck. I Man, I must be getting old or something. I find that I play on my Steam Deck way more. And it's just sitting down at my computer and playing a game like I used to just feels like it takes way more effort to get in the mindset of doing. Well, so to be said for the Steam Deck, it just 
playing at home. Like I rarely take the Steam sure. Deck out 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 and about, but like yeah. just laying on the couch playing Steam Deck, like mm-hmm. that's that's my vibe. So no, I totally yeah. get where you're going from with that. Yeah, um, I do both. I I have been going on like quite a lot of like long bus rides and things like that, and I I bring it with me every time, and I'm really glad it's it exists. Thanks, Valve. <laughs> so I played Paradise Killer on a Steam Deck. This is probably a like a no-name title. I don't think anybody I talked to have heard of this game. Um, but it's good. It's it's weird. It's like um it's a first-person 3D sort of detective game with dialogue that is sort of like um Hades style where, you know, it's like a, a comic sort of dialogue it's not voiced besides a few various um lines here and there that don't even match the writing it's more just i think to give the characters you see personality so the characters are all like these 2d pretty well drawn art um kind of like the hades drawings when you're in you know the dialogue um but the point of the game is, like I said, it's a detective game. There's a ton of exploration. The 3D sort of... You're on an island. So the setting is... is The setting is like... It literally makes no sense. But it's kind of fun because of that. Um, the setting is there. you're on this place called like Paradise Island number... I can't remember. It was like 24 or 29 or something like that. But the idea is like... Um, it's sort of this like alternate dimension thing where they take people and then there's a council and the idea is they would get these people to basically worship the gods and they keep them all on this island and you know the island is supposed to be like paradise maybe not for the people worshiping the gods because they intentionally they eventually bleed a lot for the gods and there's some there's whole this, this whole weird lore surrounding it but then there's like the council um and who supposedly this is supposed to be a paradise for um but anyways you play as this detective lady uh named lady love dies the names are all super funky as well their backstories are super wild you know like you meet some folks who used to be like in the army or some assassins and then they're like skin melted and now they look like a you know like a skeleton or something it's 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 just so wild and all over the place um and i can't say i'm a huge fan of that it's a little bit like too fantastical and just too all over the place but it does make for interesting characters so which i find um rather interesting because it does affect the story and the story i think uh is the reason you would play this game it is the best part about this game and as any sort of like detective game or like lawyery game like phoenix right and all that stuff it's i played it because i wanted to play something similar to like phoenix right and i had this in my library from some bundle at some point mm-hmm. and it's uh i would say the story is good um the the conversation mechanic is fine you go around the island you either explore things by finding evidence um collecting these things called like blood gems that are basically your currency um and then you spend this currency either on like fast travel on unlocking certain things in the world um and you can find uh secrets by you know finding keys that unlock specific things um and then you have this sort of like 
personal computer assistant that uh, helps you basically bypass security and like hack through certain things to unlock further evidence and you know progress you through your search to finding what happened what was the truth so what is the crime the crime is there's like i mentioned there's like the council which i guess are the leaders of this island world thing and they've all been murdered um and then there's like some person who was possessed by a demon a long time ago who is the main suspect um however you need to find out if he is in fact the killer uh and maybe there's some bigger conspiracy going on and yeah it i would say the story and the fun factor for me was sort of an exponential growth it started very slow this game was just a lot of walking simulator in the beginning and then as you start picking up more evidence and you start putting the pieces together and it has actually surprisingly a pretty solid like interface um to managing like what evidence you've gathered so far what the testimonies of the different people you've spoken to uh say and things like that so as you like gather more and more of these things the story starts fitting together and it became more and more interesting to me for me to like oh wow i actually do want to find out like what happened like what was the crime who committed it and all that stuff and then of course when you're ready at the end you go to this judge who basically sent you out into this island to figure out who um, committed the crime, and you have sort of a trial session, kind of not really that similar to Phoenix Wright, but close enough. You know, it's it's a trial, and yeah, and then anything you may have missed, basically, if you have enough evidence to get convictions and things like that then people start kind of toppling like dominoes they're like oh shit i got caught doing whatever um and they might start giving up more information that might help the next case so that's sort of how the game is laid out it's surprisingly good i was expecting like a super boring experience and in the beginning it was a bit of a slow start but i i had a good time i'd say it's like not for everyone it's kind of a weird game like i said the both the settings and everything um is it's it's just wacky it's like it's like somebody took lsd and created this world um yeah the 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 color and everything is also very vibrant it's sort of like a very vibrant world with vibrant characters and they're all like yeah, yeah they it, i mean even the dialogue it kind of feels like a dating simulator at times it's kind of funny but I'd still recommend it. It's, uh, I mean, especially if you're into like indie games and games that are kind of weird and not really mainstream, this one is pretty fun. If you think you'll like exploring a lot, if you think you like putting, you know, two and two together while talking with people to figure out, you know, the mystery. So yeah, pretty solid. Um, I think it deserves in my head, I think it's probably a seven out of 10. It's not the best, but it is very different from the games I usually play. So I actually did have a rather good time with it. Yeah, uh, what else? So then the other games I've been playing on Steam Deck is Horizon Chase Turbo. This is like a really old school looking and feeling racing game. Um, and by old school, I mean like actually like arcade style where all you can see is, you know, the road sort of narrowing into the horizon and mm. you get like a map of 
the racetrack and you kind of just have to predict when you have to turn left and right and it's very easy to play i would say um it feels almost like a mobile game but it's very polished it's it's very well made there's lots of there's like cars you can uh get of course and upgrade and there's um the main campaign sort of puts you on these races throughout the world in different locations and they're uh yeah they're 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 rather pretty um as you're racing through they're again very it's not a pixel art game but it is sort of very simplified cartoonish art style the one thing i'll say is this game has very little depth um the upgrades are sort of just you know if you win this race you get the upgrade for your cars if not you don't and the upgrades aren't customizations or anything like you don't customize your cars except for the color um so super super simple game but feels good plays well different game modes um kind of old school like i said if you like those types of racing games but not a whole lot of depth um so it's a fine game it's a good like brainless game to do uh to play while you're you know doing something um so i i think this one's like a six out of ten for me it's fine and then i finished uh, guacamelee 2 um i have played the first game this one is very similar to the first game it's a metroidvania you play as a sort of a luchador kind of guy um who in the first game gained all these new powers after you put on the mask and uh of course as you play through the game the story progresses but also being a metroidvania you pick up new skills and that allows you to kind of uh, and the game very naturally does this with the storyline. It guides you back to older areas, but very rarely do you go through the same area twice, or at least the exact same path twice. So very, uh, it's it's the same with this second game, and you regain all of your powers from the first game because the game starts off at basically a simplified version of the ending of the first game, where you very simply fight the final boss. Uh, and then time passes and you're instead of this luchador, you're like this dad with like a beer belly and all that stuff. But, you know, some call to action happens and now you have to put on the mask and, you know, something's going wrong. So it's like a multiverse kind of a game, but they call it the Mexiverse because, you know, luchadors in Mexico and it was kind of a silly storyline. It's not the most compelling story. But you really play this for the um, the fighting mechanics, which are really nice because you have your regular attacks. But as you learn skills, the skills are sort of different um, special attacks. They could be like uppercuts or like dash punches and things like that. And you eventually get more and more. And these are the ways that will help you traverse through the world. So as you get them, you unlock areas that you couldn't access before. And of course, things like double jump and stuff. And one of my favorite things about this game is just like the first game you can turn into a chicken um and you can fight as the chicken so it's rather funny and the chicken has some special moves of its own um and in this game there's also like pickups like a a feather that you might pick up and then you turn into a giant chicken and then it's less about fighting and it's more just like a shit show where enemies will generally spawn like you know like popcorn they just like pop out of existence there's so many of them, but all you need to do is just push your joystick left and right, and you're this giant, like, 
Godzilla chicken thing that like just kills everything in one hit. So there's fun moments like that. Um, I would say this game is definitely one of my favorite Metroidvanias. It's not hard. It's very accessible, I think, to um, people who aren't, you know, the best of gamers. The gameplay is rather easy. The gameplay is fun, and there's a lot of variety because besides just fighting the enemies, and there's a ton of varieties in the enemies too, there's also a lot of platforming and puzzle sections that, of course, generally come after when you learn a new ability then you have to figure out how to use this new ability to solve this like platforming puzzle and get but these are all like side optional things but they'll give you like boosts to your character once you get the chest at the end so really good um another fantastic title i think this is a nine out of ten game great on the go on the deck so i yeah highly recommend it cool that that's pretty much it yeah nice. that's all i've been playing fun well, I think we got one more episode left this year, and then we're dunners. So mm. maybe we'll do our favorite games of the, of the year next next episode. Maybe we can do that. Yeah, let's do that. We'll do like okay. Let's do like top five. We'll keep it simple this year. I know we've done top ten in the past. Sometimes I have a real hard time coming up with ten. So I'll, we'll yeah, ten. Five, five is easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do five. <laughs> let's right. do five. So we'll do our normal thing next week, and then we'll also or not next week in two weeks but we'll also do our our top five of the year as well okay cool Sweet. well until next time everybody peace